Peace family. So this week we join with another special guest, and it's the hip hop West Coast legend, Miss Toy. How's things going? Oh, everything's going good about that. How you doing? Yeah, no, we tell, where you, tell everybody where you at. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in the UK right now. Now that we're just being hit by a big storm at the minute. Wow. So uh, we're seeing high winds and big rains, which is quite um unusual for out here. So um we just try to stay safe, stay indoors. You know, even as we speak right now, we can hear the the crazy rain coming down. So if you hear any any splashes and stuff like that, then, uh, <laughs> that's what that is. Look, we're gonna keep our fingers crossed on nothing happened to you during yeah. the storm, especially not right now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, definitely not, definitely not. So um uh, we're definitely appreciative to have you joining us and stuff. Where are you joining us from? Are you in California at the minute? Cali, yeah. Okay. Boston up in Cali. And that's what we represent anyway. So, you know, West Coast, you know, music. No, definitely. We know no you no matter know. where we at on the globe. <laughs> But I'll say that's one thing about the artists of the Western stuff. They definitely keep that representative really high. Um, we've seen that recently. It was a good look for the West, even with the Super Bowl and stuff like that as well, which was something that was dope. Do you think it was a good look? You must be an NFL fan, huh? <laughs> was it a good look, though? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we could get into what you, I mean, what you thought. So that you don't think it was a good look? I'm still with Cap, you know what I'm saying? It's still, you know, Black people dying in the streets. So fuck an NFL and fuck a halftime show. You know what I'm saying? It's not even that, you know, that it's free or whatever. It's for the community. I'm from Inglewood, you know what I'm saying? I'm a product of Inglewood. So I feel that it was disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? And respectfully. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we did hear some people did chime in on that aspect and felt that it was something that was there to more pacify the community as opposed to... Um, actually solve things and you know we know sometimes that entertainment and stuff can be thrown out in that sort of sense but um i mean from a hip-hop and that's about that, money anyway you know what i'm saying anybody can be bought except the real ones i mean all of us can't be bought in you know cities and you know they've run by different mayors and different people and representative that's into that type of stuff and if you find an artist that's going to go with that flow then that's what you're going to get you know what i mean so yeah we can move on because they ain't important and the nfl is not important to me <laughs> okay. I mean, well, you know, speaking of um, coming up, we're speaking of the West Coast representative. It always it said that on your bio that you actually was uh, raised in Illinois and then moved to the West Coast. So can we get into a bit about your early beginnings and stuff coming up and some of your early journey? Things that I have no control over. You know what I mean? Being from Chicago is a great thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm a native from Chicago. And uh, my mom, you see that shot right there? You see the shot town right there. I ain't going to do nothing but represent, you know what I'm saying? Originally where I come from, you know, my family is still there. And then my mom decided to move to the West Coast when I was a young girl. So I wasn't even a grown woman, you know what I mean? When I moved from Chicago, but I definitely still go back and forth. Um, of course, I went to high, middle school, high school and everything um, in California. So that's what, you know, makes me a West Coast girl. You know what I mean? Uh, then I got in this music business in California. My start came from, you know, the militia. You know, we had the single burn. I did the remix. I was on Red Ant. So I, I got to do a remix and work with, you know, Emmanuel Dean, rest in peace, who did the track, you know. So being from two coasts is, is a beautiful thing because I have loved ones that's in Chicago that, you know, represent what music is all about. And when I go there, I'm, I'm greeted with love, especially when I was on the Up and Smoke tour, you know. So Chi-Town, much love, Chi-Town. You know, it, it get crazy like anywhere else. Yeah, no, definitely. And when you was coming up in terms of, you know, 
before you got into hip hop, what was you listening to and who was like your inspirations or your influences? Was there other female rappers that you was inspired by that you kind of wanted to be like, or was you listening to a bit of both the girls and the guys? I'm a creator. So before I was even listening to anybody's raps, I was writing poetry and writing things off the top of my head just because I'm 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 a natural you know, um, journalists, I'm a natural, you know, <laughs> investigator, I have skills of writing things in story form. So, you know, I was able to go from um, being kicked out of school to being a that coming back strong, being a valedictorian, working for the newspaper, you know, what I'm saying being the president, all of, you know, while I was honing in my skills of writing. So when it came to um, females or, you know, artists in the business, I feel like the first artist that I really probably um was listening to was singers you know what I'm saying not even rap artists and and then Lauren Hill came about bef- right before I came in so I saw other things happening in the business and because I'm a creator and always like doing the opposite of what people doing you know um I saw little Kims and I saw Foxy Browns and and I still wanted to be Miss Toy you know what I mean so while I was still deciding you know my rap identity it was gonna just always be me because my name is toy kian so you're not gonna get you know a made-up name for me in this hip-hop so did i want to be like any of them no i was inspired to do something different in it and from being inspired by what they were doing you know what i mean i was able to create my own lane you know um, definitely i can definitely appreciate and respect that and um in terms of creating your own lane and stuff like that you came out with the single hand clap and um, I always thought you bought like a different vibe with, it was kind of, you know, I'm from a Jamaican sort of Caribbean background and stuff. So we definitely like, you know, the the movements and, and, you know, certain kind of references and phrases and stuff. I mean, how did that song come together? What was it like shooting the video? Um, I had already started doing my um, album before I got my deal with Universal. So um, when I got to New York, I was able to, you know, sit down with my a uh, Kevin Law, who signed Nelly and the St. Lunatics. And he was like, pick, let's pick through some of these tracks, you know, uh, for the East Coast. You know, it's, it's a lot of producers out here that really love you. You know what I mean? And when I heard Hand Clap, I just loved it from the beginning. I didn't know what I wanted to do with it, but I wanted it to be like crowd participation. And then like, you know, some of my favorite hip hop lyrics are from EPMD and you know what I mean? Just the East Coast rappers. And I wanted to be, you know what I mean? Uh, Introduce myself as someone who kind of knew a little bit about what was going on in hip hop, but also wanted to have fun, you know, and then want to come in naked and too serious. So I felt like Hand Clap was like, you know, my my signature song. And, you know, because I do different kind of music, I'm glad that I was able to come in in the game with a song like that. Yeah, no, definitely. And you mentioned like the crowd participation. I think that's why I like that sort of aspect of <laughs> stuff too. And I know it's something yeah. that you would um, continue forward with music, even with the music that you've got going today. And, um, you know, we'll get to some of that. But still sticking backwards, or I mean, guessing going backwards a bit more, because that came out on your first album, I believe, that girl. Yeah. How did that record deal actually come together and stuff? What was that process like for you getting that deal? After uh, Militia, I was able to, you know, kind of learn a little bit more about the business that I'm in and uh, not just, I realized that I was a high commodity and I needed to learn a couple of moves because I know, you know, it's a lot of janky people in the business and I know that, you know, they would love to just waste my time. Even though a lot of time was wasted, I still made progress, but I had, you know, um, I went to a, a 
music convention in Palm Springs. And I met my attorney then. And that was right on the cuffs when I was leaving um, Militia and Red Ant. So I was telling him, I, you know, I was ready to be solo. I didn't want to be in no groups no more. You know what I'm saying? And then what, after I met him, I was able to get in the studio with Cube. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was called from KMAC to be like, you know, get on this hook. So I called Dan and Dan was able to represent me. You know what I'm saying? So even maybe like a year after I did, you could do it. I was in negotiation with a lot of companies, you know what I'm saying? Until we got to Universal and Universal actually flew me out and I was able to sit down with them. And I told them I wanted to be a part of what I'm doing. I don't want to sit back as an artist, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, not know what's the fuck going on. So they allowed me, you know, the respect and they gave me my respect. And I, you know, I'm co-executive producer of that album. And I got me some chips right here. Miss Toys wrap snacks out of that situation. But leaving that situation, I was able to, um, you know, acquire all of my masters and they gave me a paid release. So I did learn a lot about the business, but then it was time to go back in the streets and, and figure out, you know, like, what type of styles I like to do and what kind of music producers I wanted to work with, after, you know, after not being with a company who, you know, they didn't have to supply my producers because I had nine songs of my, you know, uh, like that was my demo that, that was on my Universal album. So they didn't actually give me all of my production either. You know what I mean? So I learned a lot because uh, just the actions, experience it, you know, um, just it, it was in my face and I needed to, you know, uh, make a mark. So when I was able to get in there and, and, and represent because they saw me on You Could Do It, I was able to do it again and talk with my director when I did a hand clap that I wasn't trying to be a video vixen, y'all. I wasn't a video vixen and you could do it. So we gonna have to, you know, so then they, they, met, they flipped the video concept and made the guys be naked and on the pole. And we was all able to, you know, put our clothes on. And that was just a, a big message that the industry wasn't ready for. And I feel like they was like, no, <laughs> do it nicely. <laughs> we want you to show all your titties and ass and you did not do it that way. So, you know, the music was undermined for a little while, but I feel like you can do it brought a lot of my songs from you you know, my universal album back. Okay, no, definitely. I mean, you that just gave me quite a few things to, to think of in that, um, <laughs> you know, especially, you know, that universal album. I believe you worked with Dame Grease on there as well. Uh, Dame Grease, yes. You know, definitely, you know, yep. East Coast legend and stuff as well. Yes, so, um, shout out Dame Grease. That's what's up. Yeah. And, um, you know, even what you were just talking there about some of um, the politics, I guess, of the industry, one of the things I was going to ask you around the time, and we'll, we'll get back to um, you can do it and stuff, because we've got a few questions around that. But um, I guess the period of the industry when you came in, it was a transitional period as well, with a lot of things going towards um, the digital era and stuff, and things were, you know, changing and stuff. And as you said, um, with some of the female artists and stuff that was around, you had some that were representing like more of a sexualized um, aspect. And then you had some that was like, you know, straight sort of, I want to say hood chick, project chick representing right, just, right. You know, just like a real sister or something. You had, uh, you know, Mia X's, the Brats, um, yourself, I mean, from the West Coast, um, you know, Big Chan and, and certain different people and stuff as well. Uh, did you fit, feel um, with the digital era, did you feel like any difference with how the industry was going then? Like, could you sort of see any changes? And the other thing that you touched on, like just with the industry, just wanting maybe women to be a certain type of way, do you think that hindered some things for you as well? 
Well, it, it's always being hindered that I'm a black woman in, in, in this business in, in America. But um, also it opened it up for me to be able to get at my, um, my fans and my warriors face to face and see some of the things that I'm actually going through without somebody having to be a middleman to this information. And when you get the information straight from me and you see all this work that I put in, once it did kick into digital and I started my label 2014, you know what I'm saying? I've always been a production company. So when I started my label, I started dropping music under my own, you know, company. And so I'm, I'm 10 albums deep with all of my albums total. I'll, you know, this will be my, my 10th album coming up um, this Saturday. But um, it's been a journey to be able to say, hey, you know, I could put it on this platform. I could put it on this distribution platform and I can put all of this music around and not have to worry about if I'm going to get some streams because somebody going to click on something because they nosy and they want to see where I've been and they want to hear this new production and they want to try to critique it. And it, whatever you want to do with it is fine because I've made it available and nobody can hold me up now. So it, it did open a door for me. And also, um. If I stay in my lane, which I plan on, still being a lady at the end of the day, they gonna need a lady again. Because even behind the scene without me doing any of the shenanigans that's going on, I'm still making so much progress. You know what I'm saying? And, and everybody don't have to see your progress. You see what's going on in America. People see your progress and they ready to go rob and kill and steal and do all kinds of stuff. So my Same progress way. may just be only for me to see and the people around me, right? But I, I do have countries, you know, behind my, my radio show, you know what I'm saying? Several countries that's following and, you know, several hundred countries that's following me now that I am independent. So I don't know if, you know what I mean, if people can look at independent the way I do. But I'm thankful to have had a major record deal and also an independent record deal to, to now be, you know, you know, the record label. Yeah, no, most definitely. I think it's good, like, with the digital era, it kind of opened doors for artists to, you know, gain more independence and stuff like that with uh, yeah. taking more control of where they can distribute their music and stuff like that, too, and stuff. Yes. And then also it can teach artists that may just be used to being the artist. Um, with, when you have a distribution service that's putting everything in front of you, that means your ass got to read. That means your ass have to register music now. Some things you may not know about. No. That means you have to have your splits done, this, you know, and you and your producer and the artist yeah. who you work with, we all have to agree on stuff. And it's business now. It's not just making music. So even if you are, you know, an independent artist, you still are a business. Minus all of the good music that you could put out, you still have to put all of these ducks in a row. So with that, you know, the, the distribution companies are very good at it because they're giving you these footnotes telling you that, look, this is need to be done. Check this off the list. And you know what I mean? These are details that we weren't taught in this business or a lot of people weren't taught in the business. And I just was fortunate enough to pay attention. Oh, that's real. And, you know, it's 100% real because sometimes when I think back to... Uh, you know, fundamentally, the business hasn't changed the certain aspects of how, exactly. you know, money's been made in certain things, but just in terms of the information and what mm -hmm. would have been privy to artists and certain people at the time, you know, it like now there's a bit more of, um, I guess, an advantage, especially for young artists and stuff like that as well, mm -hmm. even though still not everybody um, capitalizes or understands or, as you said, even reads into some of these things. Um, yeah. 
we know that you definitely hold a lot of wisdom and you mentioned um, just, you know, some of your own independent endeavors in 2014, you dropped the I Am Warrior, you know, and yeah. uh, that was a continuation. I mean, what does that um, signify to you? I know you mentioned like being a warrior a lot and stuff. Um, can you break that down for some of the um, young listeners? Absolutely. Um, being that is challenging. And you asked, you know, the question earlier and uh, I had to decide if I wanted to play the game in this business and, you know, just send, send in my music and, and, um, you know, not worry about what's going on or can I play the game a little bit harder, you know? And I got this track from one of my producers and it moved me in a different way to where that song just turned into my movement. That song turned into me starting my label. That song, you know what I mean? It just, it takes a song or it takes something that will inspire you to go get it. So when I saw that that song was doing that and I was, you know, I was running a club and hosting it and uh, performing some of my new songs from I Am A Warrior before I dropped it. And, um, you know, anytime I didn't perform that song or, you know, another song from that, that album, you know, I come up and I, you know, just bring the artist on and the artist later on to be like, what's up, Miss Toy? Where I am a warrior, where I'm still Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Like they would ask about these songs and I'm like, I'm there to promote them, to, you know, develop them as artists and get their show stuff together. But they are still looking and learning from me. So I had to, you know, kind of line up myself to put myself in a position where they can learn uh, what I'm doing. You know what I mean? It might be a little bit of independent money on the side, but I'm making some progress to where they listening to this music. Right. So I knew I had to put it out. Um, I had so much music that I had to divide it up and make a part one and a part two. You know what I mean? So um, I am a warrior. And then I ended up having Green Like That Green, which Mr. Payback made a song. And he was like, man, Miss Toy, you know, we about to be legal in a minute. You know, you need, you know, this was before it was legal because yeah. it's legal all over the place. Um, he was like, you need your weed song. So he did, you know, um, grabbed his, you know, vocals that he had off Cube and was like, you know, Green Like That Green, sent it to me, Purple Like That Purple. I'm like, okay, let me write my little green. So I'm going, I'm in the lounge, of, you know, smoking lounge and I see Yuck Mouth. And I'm like, damn, yuck, I just finished doing this weed song. We in here. You need to hear this shit because I'm, put, you know, you need to be on it. He like, man, Miss Toy, let me hear it. Ice Cube on it. He was like, oh, for real? So he listened to the track. He said, send that shit to me. So I send it to Yuck Mouth. He get on it. And, you know, then my homeboy from New York, you know, nice. And so I said, okay, I got, you know, the Bay Area smoking with me. And then I got New York smoking oh, with me, right? So then we all get on the song and then Payback submit the song and DJ Pooh uses it for his movie, you know, Buzz House. So all of these songs that's coming together for I Am A Warrior before it dropped actually were making different type of moves on their own. You know what I mean? No. And so I had to put this together as an album because look at what I'm doing and I'm not even signed to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, let me develop my label because I don't want to be signed to nobody if I got to be doing running all around and doing all of this stuff with other people. Um, I invested in, I got my own studio. I had my first studio around that time. So I really was able to knock out music. You feel me? I ain't have to go sit in nobody's studio and wait. You know, all my producer payback did was show me how to use it one time and I was on. You feel me? I did all of them songs by myself. I recorded them, you know what I mean? And I'm still nope. recording all my music. So, you know, that was just phenomenal to be able to put myself in warrior mode is what I call it. And um, learn some of the things that I felt was holding me back. I can never, you know, make excuses anymore. I can't blame no motherfucking body but me. 
And so um, that was warrior shit to me. And I was glad that I made that song. And so I just pushed on and started calling people who were really familiar with my music, my history and what I'm doing now. You, you know, they became my warriors. They're not my fans. They my warriors. They support me for real. So if you become a warrior, that means you down, you know, 10 toes down with me. You know my beginning. You know where I'm at now. You still support my music. You share it. You, you know what I'm saying? You put people on to me. You know what I mean? Yep. And um, we all win. So that's how warriors, that's how warriors activate. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's dope, man. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's actually funny because, you know, I've always used the, um, the back that reference for the branded stuff. But, you know, the first actual, um, I guess, suffix to end it, it originally it was back that warriors. So, um, you know, I, I represent it. I want the worries yes. too. I want well, your you worries warrior too. too. I want your worries too, man. So, you you uh, sure we, are. You sure are. And, and just because we're doing this right now, we're being more familiar with each other and able to help each other brand our brands. You know, I know people are familiar with me all the time. They don't get to see me, but they know that I'm, you know, the girl from You Could Do It and, you know, that I, I'm part owner and I'm, I'm also still doing what I got to do every day regardless if if y'all see me or not that's a fact and you've definitely dropped some um some real jewels and stuff that people can learn from now mentioning you can do it and stuff uh, you mentioned even some other work that you've had on soundtracks and stuff because you've had a lot of music featured on tv and movies and stuff like that too um you can yeah. do it definitely you know a huge record getting to work with ice cube mac 10 you know another inglewood legend and stuff uh what was that like? Um, what was the, um, I guess, you learning experience from? You know, yeah, everything's a learning. Guys. It's yeah. a blessing or a lesson or both. And I felt they were both. You know, um, I got a chance to be called in, you know, 007 to some serious things. You know, that was, you know, right now that's important for hip hop. I feel like it's the therapy that hip hop needs, you know, and, and that's why they keep gravitating to this energy from this song because of not only the title, but because of the energy from everybody involved. That still I gets, like, sorry to cut you, I was going to say, that still gets mad played to this day, you know, even out here in the clubs. Never oh, no, we DJs. viral they, every day they, on TikTok, they, 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 baby. We viral. <laughs> <laughs> we viral. They love you can do it. I love you can do it. Um, not only for the longevity, but because, you know, I can be a part of something that actually matters to the culture. You know, and, and that's what matters to me being in this business, something that actually sticks with everybody like good food, good soul food. <laughs> yeah, no, most definitely. And in terms of um, the learning, you know, what would you say you learned from um, getting to work with some of, you know, the biggest guys to do out there on the West at that time? That's still going yeah. forward. Well, I, I know I was supposed to work with Q because I had the same mentality. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a writer. You know, I'm lethal with my business. I don't play that. You know what I mean? Um, I stay focused. So I, I was glad that I was able to be around people that didn't know they was mentoring me. Because when people know they mentoring you, they, they do extras. And when you don't know it, you do natural shit. And then I learn from it and um, I adjust my own crown. Because learning from great people, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes when they make mistakes, you see how they recover. And it's not just about the perfect shit that they're doing. It's about how they can recover. You know what I mean? And so I, I'm glad that I was able to work with, with Ice Cube and also, you know, Dr. Dre. And, you know, continue to work with producers, great producers like Mike City, who was on my Universal album, which we have, a, you know, like we're into our third project right now. You know, we did Real in the City. 
Um, we just did HBIC work. And then I just turned in another project to them just two days ago. Okay. So, and you know, um, switching forward slightly before we get into some of your new music, we know you've got the um, new video out, Only California. Um, what are your thoughts on some of the new female artists of today, the new, you know, the new generation of female MCs? <laughs> I don't I don't understand that that question. It's, you know, um, I don't know if they're ever asked, what do they think about me? You know, um, I feel like it's open. It's the game wide open. You know what I mean? I have a song called The Game Wide Open and the game is wide open. And so whoever is the puppet master for some of the females, they're actually looking like they're winning right now. We'll see in the next, you know, um, decade or so what the outcome of some of the great success that's been actually, you know, written as history. We'll see what happens. You know, um, I'm, I'm in it for longevity. So we'll all have to tally up what we've accomplished and what really mattered for the culture at the end of the day. I don't, I don't highlight buffoonery and coonery. So I don't, <laughs> I don't have to, I, I you know, just my a crown again and, and just, you know, cause I could say some cold shit, but I won't, you know what I mean? I'm a nice person, but I don't, you know, they don't talk about me. We don't hey, keep it that way. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's definitely real and stuff. And, um, you know, because I thought, you know, let me ask because it's, you know, you definitely wanted the legends and stuff as somebody who, you know, has always had yourself. And that's funny how you would know that way across the pond, but some of these other people that's right here with me wouldn't even know what the fuck I do. You feel me? Yeah, so? nah, nah, I hold you, I hold you in very high regard and, um, you know, Thank especially you. for your works and accomplishments within the culture and, you know, your continuation to grow and progress and not just that, but you impart that back to others with the radio yes. show and the other stuff that you're doing and stuff. So, um, I mean, speak, you want to speak a bit about your radio show? And oh, absolutely. Where people can tune into that as well. And, and all of the, the love that I get um, from everywhere that I thought I would never get love from turned into my radio show called Lovely Radio. And the Lovely Radio show is definitely something that I would love for all the artists that ever work with me to get into because I made this platform for you. I made it for everybody to be able to enjoy being an independent artist and being an independent artist does not mean everything happens overnight, but it is small growth is better than no growth. When people continue to tell you that, you know, you should wait to drop your music and wait and wait and, or a company is holding your music up, they're holding up your streams and your progress. So with the lovely radio show, we're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Tidal. Your music is being streamed all over the world. You know what I mean? Especially when you own it, you get to see your results right away, you know? And that's what it's about. So each one, teach one. Lovely radio is always here to, you know, at least, you know, bring someone on that may have more knowledge than I do about the music business. And then whatever I learn on the side, I, I always insert it into the show along with playing the music. So that we won't sit up here and keep saying later on, somebody owns my music, somebody owns my music. And so they want us to be mad at the entity that took the, you know, the music, but you signed it over. A contract is a contract. It's a serious thing. So if you don't take it serious, then why should we? Why should I be sad that you don't own your music? You know what I mean? I'm not sad. Get some more music done and then own that shit. You know what I'm saying? And then let's go forward. You know, that's that's what lovely radio is about. Just each one teach one. 
You know, no, definitely. That's the open stuff for them. I feel as though, even just with that being said, quickly, I could get you to maybe impart some um, wisdom to maybe not just even young artists, but young people in general. I feel as though oftentimes you just made a point that um, within music, you know, you was talking about, you know, some people may tell you, you know, now's not the time to do this and now's not the time to do that. But I also feel as though just in general, people often, you know, deal with opposition from others. It could be close people around them that are telling them, you know, sometimes they're not good enough that, you know, words of discouragement and stuff. Now, somebody like yourself who's obviously, you know, accomplished a lot and continue to push forward, what mm-hmm. advice would you give people to, um, you know, just to endeavor forwards and um, to avoid that kind of mess? Well, find your sinister side of your, your personality, the other side of you that will actually do anything for you. Not the shy side that allows people to push over, you know, be, you can't be a pushover in this business. You have to stand on your square. So allow that side of you to be the personality that you need to deal with people. And then when you just go and deal with your loved ones, you still just humble and loving. And, you know, so that's me. I have my crown on when I'm dealing with these people in this business and I watch everything. And then, you know, I deal with my people accordingly too. I know I have people, that's my family members that will never probably stream one song. And then if they see me, they ask me, am I still doing fucking music? You feel me? They ain't never seen this damn uh, lovely radio on my damn page or nothing to see all of these accomplishments. And things that I don't mind sharing with my loved ones because I don't want you to be confused. I'm, I still had the same thirst and same hunger as I did when I was in militia. You know what I'm saying? I never lost that. And, and so that's what you have to make sure you do. If you fall off some kind of way in this music, find something that's going to inspire you to get back hungry. Because when you stay hungry, you get it. When you just relax and you think everybody's supposed to bring it to you. That shit not going to happen and you're going to be frustrated. But if you always constantly moving, all these different things that catch up with you, that's positive for you. Now you can start lining those things up and putting them on your resume. It's a resume in this business too. You know what I mean? That's why you asking me what, you know, what I've done. And I'm able to say this, that, and the other. Now I'm an engineer. Now I'm a radio personality. I came from being a rap artist. Yes. But that's not all I came to do. You know? Yeah, no, real talk. That's the open stuff. And, um, you know, lastly, we want to get into the new album and single. So um, you've got the only California video and stuff out. You've got, you know, a lot of support on TikTok for the new music and stuff as well. Yeah. I know it's um, some of the new stuff that got like a like a Caribbean sort of twist. You got a different sort of vibe in that to it as well. So Yeah, uh, I have a song with Tigamane, Tolukale, and it, you know, it's his song really, but I took it over. So I actually, it's a South African version of it. And then it's the Miss Toy Warrior version of it. And and that's dropping soon. I'll be having all of the, you know, promotional stuff for that song. So that's a separate single. But then I have my album on everything, which is produced by K-Waz. That's dropping on 226. That's my birthday. And Monday you can pre-order, you know, you can actually pre-order it, you know, probably later on tonight. (laughs) Um, Pre-order. And that always helps, you know what I'm saying? Pre-order the album. But go to MissToyMusic.com. And this album, my first single is Show You. Because like we've been saying, you know, better than I could tell you, I, you know, I've got to put my best foot forward and then, you know, do it. And then I, then I could talk about it with y'all. <laughs> Other than that, I'm just talking like everybody else, right? You know? 
So I, I prefer to have some music always, you know, especially when I'm telling everybody this is what we're doing. And, you know, this album consists of some features, though. HBIC, Only California, that video was done by my loved one, Tony Franco. So we able to do, you know, visuals, but the music still is important because I want those streams to go up. And then once that video get at 10K or 20K, then I can drop another video. So on everything is definitely going to have some videos, but Show You is my first single. And the album dropped 226. Okay, that's dope. We definitely looking forward to that. And um, if you send us over, you know, any links and stuff like that, we can put them in the description and stuff. And um, definitely get right up and a review done on the website and stuff as well. Definitely, and we'll definitely have this up on official Miss Toy and and share the love um, of this wonderful Sunday afternoon interview and kind of just to chop it up because it didn't feel like the interview we just chopping it up you know what I mean yeah and uh, more information for y'all if y'all want to tune in to the lovely radio show on Thursday nights 7 p.m pacific standard time on misstoymusic.com and um you know whatever else you got going on you know I'm gonna support you most definitely we appreciate your time and stuff and as you said it's been a great conversation um do you want to drop your social media or any links and stuff for people to check out Yes, Twitter, TikTok, and IG, Miss Toy That Real. Facebook.com forward slash Miss Toy Rapper. So go over there and like that page because I always drop some fly shit. And then make sure y'all follow at Lovely Radio Show. My, my Warriors run that page, but it's also some great content over there um, about all the artists that's been on my show. I may not post them on my page just because of the algorithm, but I always post them in the story and ha- send all the content over there with my loved ones so that they can have everybody up. So if you see yourself, make sure you reshare it, tag us so we can sh- put it in the stories, you know? Okay, most definitely. We'll be checking it out. I would encourage everybody to do the same too. It sounds like a great initiative and definitely yeah. one that we want to support for artists and stuff out there. So thanks again for your time, Madame. Yes. We're definitely looking forward to catching up with you again soon at some point. If you keep us in the loop with the new music and stuff. And yeah, uh, if you're an artist and you want to submit your music to the lovely radio show, you can submit your music to GOE at MissToyMusic.com and we would love to play it. So, you know, make sure you put your bio in there. Okay, most definitely. So that's GOE at MissToyMusic.com. Yes, all music artists and make sure you put your bio so I know where you're coming from. If you're from the UK, if you know what I mean, if you own your music, that's even better because you can get your credit right away. And, um, you know, you can be able to see it on iHeart and Tidal and Spotify. So that's a beautiful thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, that's definitely, that's great. We're definitely going to um, be back in touch and stuff. So um, I'll send you uh, my email and stuff like that as well. And um, we'll catch up soon. We definitely will. You know what I mean? Maybe I can have you on the lovely radio show as my guest. Hey, it would be my honor. Oh, okay, definitely. We're, we're going to set that up, all right? I uh, appreciate you. So, well, sweet family, peace to the family. And check yes. us out at badderonline.com. Peace. About that. <laughs> Thank you, sir.